business success usually comes to those who are too busy to be looking for it. Join RVK for the award-winning RV on Business Show every Tuesday at 12 midday. It's not about thinking out of the box. There is no box. Only on 101.9 High FM. Welcome to 101.9 High FM. It's just gone five minutes past 12. Thank you so much for joining us. What we're going to do today is we're going to really just get a global and a local South African look at the economy, at the world economies, what's, uh, as to things, how things are going, because there are a lot of things that are very, very confusing. Very simply, if you look at the world markets, um, they're really doing robustly well. American markets seem to be holding up. Asia's holding up. Europe is holding up. We seem to be doing better right now than we've done for the last two years. And no one's quite sure why. But there is one man who always has answers, and that's Wayne McCovey. Wayne McCovey from F&B. Welcome to High FM. Thanks very much, Avi. I'm not sure if I got all the answers, but we can try. <laughs> okay. Wayne, I tell you what, I'm going to try to do my best to keep as quiet as possible for the, the next four minutes. Will you just give us a macro overview of what's going on around the world from an economic point of view, from a business point of view, from a confidence point of view? Sure. Look, we all know that the world's in this inner recession. The numbers are going to be awful for the quarter to June. Our economy on an annualized basis will shrink by 30, 40, 50 percent. We don't know the number. Remember, it's annualized. So the actual decrease, if you like to put it that way, will be anything between 8 and 10 percent down for the quarter to June is going to be the same worldwide. Last night, the Fed said, the economy could shrink by 50%. It's only an estimation. The Federal Reserve Chairman said 20 or 30% about two nights ago. So there is awful economic news happening over the next two months, either from an economic viewpoint or from an individual company viewpoint. Profits will just literally almost evaporate, except for the, let's call it the information technology social media type platforms, their profits won't disappear. Interesting enough, the resource companies' profits won't disappear and the tobacco companies' profits won't disappear. But for any company other than those ones selling something directly to the public, profits will disappear. Vehicle sales, I mean, vehicle sales in April were down 98%. In May, they're down 70%. We all know this. This is the economic reality. It has just got to be reported on still. Okay. But we also know the worst is behind us. The world is opening up. We are now in South Africa getting traffic reports on the radio stations. You didn't get a traffic report a month ago because there was no traffic. So the economy is already opening up. It will probably take the world and South Africa two years to get back to where we were last year. So the initial recovery will be very quick, but then it will be a slow, slow, slow uh, uh, crawl back to the levels we saw last year. And I think you can say more or less the same for company profits. But the summary is the worst has already happened. It just hasn't been reported on yet in its totality, either economic or company-wise, but we are in the recovery already. So we are already, as quickly as we went down, 
we will have the initial recovery will also be very quick off such a low base. So that's the economy, uh, the broad aspect. Understand there has been enormous injection of free money and low interest rates into the system. The total could easily be for this crisis, I mean, almost pick a number, $15 trillion with zero interest rates overseas. And we've seen it in South Africa. We've had substantial rate cuts. We had the Reserve Bank actually intervening in the bond market. So in this inflation-free vacuum, in fact, deflation is a bigger problem, you can print money hand over fist. And there's no medium-term consequences yet. There may be longer-term consequences, but we don't have to worry about that. But to come back to markets now, and your point Wayne, initially... Before, Wayne, sorry, before we go to markets, let's just take a quick break. This is RV on Business. And welcome back to Wayne McCurry. Wayne, are you with us? Yes, I'm here. Great. So I interrupted you there before to run to the ad break. So we're really looking very bleak at the moment. We're going to have a sort of a bounce just to get when, when once things open up. And then we're going to have a bit of a troll for the next two years to get markets back to where they were or the economies are back to where they were. But why are the markets doing what they're doing? Okay. Markets always look forward. So markets will say we've lost two years growth. We've lost X amount of output, X amount of, of uh, commercial activities. But that's only one year in infinity. Remember, markets in theory look through to the infinity as to get earnings to value the, the shares. I mean, that is theoretically how market works. So one year's lost output only represents, call it 11% of the total value of the stock market. So if you were to lose one year's worth of output of profits, you would lose 10%, 11%, whatever, of the stock market valuation. So stock markets don't just look Six months, one year, two years, they in theory look into infinity, but obviously the earlier years are far more important. So the initial collapse in the market was too much, and it was always going to recover. But when you look now, and let's just talk South Africa, our market for the year, so not from the peak, the last 12 months, our market's down 4%, which is nothing. That is totally nothing. Resources are actually up. The only ones really suffering are financials, which are down, call it 30% on a 12-month basis, more or less about 30%. So the only areas in our market where you see the virus still is banks and listed property. You don't even see it in the bond market anymore. I mean, the bond market, the last 12-month return on the all-bond index is a positive 6%. Um, just slightly below a positive cash of 7% on the last 12 months. And as I said, the real winners on our share market has been mining companies and process and NASPAS. So when you look at the, if you knew nothing else and you just looked at your, at the share market at the year to date return or the one year return and you didn't see the monthly returns, you would think that there's nothing wrong. Was to be down, you know, 4% on a 12-month basis on the share market is, is, is nothing at all. So the concern is the market has, the markets have rallied far too quickly. The actual level of the market doesn't worry me, by the way. I don't think it's massively or structurally overvalued, but just how quickly it's recovered does cause me some concern. 
So when I'm getting flooded with SMSs here, and it looks at like it's coming mainly from older people who've said, you know, in a nutshell, that they've really been to a bloodbath in the last four or five years, being locked into funds because they didn't want to switch out, you know, at the low. They didn't want to lock in the proverbial loss, so to speak. And all of a sudden, it's it's payday. They, they've really recovered nicely and done yeah, nicely. Is this the time now to be clever and say thank you and I'm taking my money off the table and I'm going to go sit in income funds and money market or should they continue to to just enjoy the ride? Well, look, no one knows the future. I mean, we all know this. And whatever view I give in any forum or anyone gives in any forum is in reality, I guess, because no one knows the future. So just to come back to the first part of your question, the return on the all share for the last six years has been half of cash. So the last six years, the return has not been good from shares. But to answer the question, I think it's my view, and remember, I'm guessing I do not know the future. I think the rally in the market has been too quick, and we could see a retracement, I don't know, 10% down from this level before any recovery. However, if you're taking a three- or five-year view, longer-term view, I don't think it's the time to get out now. The valuations are not unreasonable, and the world will recover. But personally, I think we could see some weakness now, not because of how much the market has recovered, just how quickly the market, because it's literally been a two-month event, down 30%, up 30%, effectively. Wayne, we need to go to a break shortly, but before we go there, let me maybe start the, the next angle that I, that I want to discuss with you. The average South African has really been consumed with staying healthy, keeping themselves safe, looking after their family, um, trying to do some, some work within the community and help other people and just really bear the brunt of this very, very difficult time. And I feel that what, what a lot of people have missed out on is the ear to the ground as to what's actually happening in business. I'm very blessed that I have ongoing communication from Discovery and I hear the, the excitement and the energy and the dynamism in which they're changing and upgrading. But that's, that's one company. Yes, it's a big player. It's a big player in the health market, which most uh, of our listeners would be members of. But what are businesses, the big business, the list of companies, how are they weathering the storm and how have how they battened down the hatches and sort of set course to go forward? Well, look, let's divide it into the bigger, big companies and the small companies. Small companies are going to battle, but by and large, pension funds have not got um, too much of an investment in it. So it's not big in the portfolio. So the big companies, the mining companies are fine. The big, the big, Last pass and process are fine. The banks are fine. The banks, you tend to get very poor earnings for six months to 12 months, but they're extremely well capitalized. Dividends will take a beating, but the way the companies are, are coping with this is quite simply, they're cutting costs. So unfortunately, it's not going to help. There's going to be retrenchments and cost cutting right across the board in virtually every company in South Africa. But the big companies where the overwhelming majority of pension fund and investment money is invested will actually come out of this quite well. And as I mentioned earlier on, other than the banks and the property companies, the share, the share prices are more or less, and there are exceptions, back to where they were and in some cases actually higher. So investors so far 
have actually weathered the worst economic storm in 50 years. The investments have actually weathered it quite well. I mean, even the RAND's looking reasonable. Yes. So it's, it's you know, there's, there's a lot of positive. I mean, when this thing started, I really just thought that we would hit, you know, I did speak to another economist who said to me, if you think that the recession in the 1920s was big, you ain't seen nothing yet. And uh, I, I really, my blood ran cold when I heard that. But it seems like um, that was a little bit ambitious on the negative side. But Wayne, if you don't mind, let's take a quick break. And I want to read a live read. And then we'll go to an advert, advert break. This is RV on Business. Welcome back to 101.9 Hi FM. It's 24 minutes past 12. Wayne McCurry from FMB is with us. Wayne, and as usual, we're running out of time. So maybe let me just hop on to the next topic. And that's, again, as you said, you, you're not a prophet. You haven't got a crystal ball. But this is, I think, what everybody wants to try and get a, gr- a grip of is to how do you see, see things normalizing going forward? I know it's a very loaded question. Um, in my family, for example, my one son is desperate to get back overseas to Israel. He's got a, a start date on the 12th of August that he sort of can't miss. But if he misses it, he misses it. Um, but there's no international business, no one flying. But yet, I haven't missed a show because I've done it by Zoom. I haven't missed a meeting because I've done it by Zoom. What's the new normal going to be going forward? Look, it's always difficult to talk about that because when you're in a crisis situation, you, you, you get a whole lot of new ideas, new normals. I've heard new normals so many, so many times. <laughs> Look, this working online and working from home has been a trend for 10 years, 20 years. This might accelerate it, but it doesn't create a new trend. Understand that. It might accelerate something, but it's not a new trend. We are all still human beings. We need interaction with other people. We are not going to stay at home and never go to the office and never go to a physical meeting and never go to a restaurant or a sporting event. It may take time, but a crisis like this does not alter normal human behavior. You adapt to it. You maybe change a few things at the fringe, but And it may take time, a year or two before things go to normal, but we're still going to fly, we're still going to go on holiday, we're still going to go to a restaurant, we're still going to have family gatherings and large social gatherings. It just might take a little bit of time. So I'm I'm very skeptical about uh, the new normal type of, of, of talk because fundamentally we are still human and we will still, we, we are social creatures. We are not anti-social creatures. Yeah, I think you've really, really hit the nail on the head. Um, I was talking to a big law firm the other day down in Cape Town, and they were saying to me how they've really shrunk their floor size by 50%, and even that's too much, and they, people are working at home, and it's all working well. And, you know, I, I just felt that, like, it's all good and well, but as you mentioned, that human element is always going to be there. And it will come to a point where if I'm signing a big contract or getting involved in something that's really detailed, I would like to sit around the table and sort of look at the eyes of the people, even if it's only one meeting as opposed to weeks' worth of meeting. Now, look, unquestionably, there will be less demand for office space going forward, but it's not 50%. Just imagine if the only interaction you have with your physical staff member, real-life interaction is one or two meetings a year. How do you judge 
the person, the characteristic. Who's going to get a bonus? Is it the person who goes to the office or the one who stays at home online the whole time? You know, we are, so it will accelerate. There will definitively be less office space. But then the other side is, you know, there might be less people there, but you're going to have to put a bigger distance between desks nowadays. So your physical square meterage might not change all that much. But not everyone's going to be working from home. I personally can't wait to get out and go to a restaurant and go to back to work and sit in the room with real people and talk to people and have a joke and buy a cup of coffee and have a chat <laughs> and discuss work things. You know, you, you can you can have a Zoom meeting, but a Zoom meeting is not nearly as effective in my view, as a pavement meeting at work where you just meet someone, ah, yes, I want to talk to you about this. And investments in particular is a very interactive story. It's it's chatting to people. It's going to presentations together. It's talking about things. It's a investments and, and money management is a very, very personalized type of thing. And nearly all service industries are that. I mean, an insurance salesman can't just zoom into a new client and say, hi, I'm Avi, I'm here to sell you something. Let's talk. You want to see the person. You want to see their house. You want to interact. They want to see you. Can they trust you? They want to assess your character. So there will be alterations, but it's an acceleration of a trend. Working from home, working online, Zoom meetings, Teams meetings, less office space. This is a, a trend. Shopping online is a trend. But it's not going to take over the world. We still want to go to the shops. They might change, but we would still want to get out. We're not, I think after how many days now, 65, 67, 64 days of lockdown, we want to get out. We don't accept this status, whether it's legislated or not, as being the new normal. Sure. Wayne, thank you so much for your insights and thanks for your time as usual. Just keep safe, look after yourself, and I look very forward to Meeting you a cup of coffee one of these days. Yes, definitely. Fantastic. That was Wayne McCurry from F&B. Again, Wayne, his son, has been incredibly generous with his time from the beginning of the show and just a doyen of the industry, someone who's well sought over after and well respected. Thanks, everybody, for listening. Craig, thanks for pushing the buttons. We'll speak to you next week.